Hello. Discover the answer to life's most perplexing questions. Gain insight for your journey and discover how to use your pain to launch your purpose as you listen to Beauty for Ashes, a podcast with Adrian Mayfield. But that's not why we're here. Why we're here today is because I wanted to share. I um, always think about people at Christmas because a lot of people celebrate Christmas if you have a family, if your family's uh, reasonably healthy mentally and physically and spiritually, then you probably look forward to Christmas and you're excited. But there also are some people who look forward to the holidays and they get really sad. And one of the reasons why they get sad is maybe they lost someone, maybe they're disconnected with their family, maybe there are some um, issues going on in the family, some levels of dysfunction that have caused people to kind of be broken apart. And some people are just alone. Maybe you were married before and you got a divorce, or maybe you are a widow or a widower, or maybe your family is away serving in the military. There's lots of different reasons why you know, people could be separated at the holidays, but that can make it difficult for people sometimes to make it through. And I was reading an article this morning and it actually was saying that there are like high levels of suicide and depression that occur around the holidays because some people just can't deal with all of the expectations that people place on them about the holidays and what's supposed to happen and the money and the gifts. And then I heard a sermon uh, past, this past Sunday and the pastor was saying, just remember that with every month comes a with every new month comes a letter from the month that will follow it. And he was saying with December, remember, January is bringing along January. Hello. Hello. Hello, Renee. Um, so January, December brings with it a letter from January that says, I'm coming. Your mortgage is coming. Your rent is coming. Your car payment is coming. Your children's school fees is coming. So don't go crazy. It's probably too late at this point, but don't go crazy with all these spending trying to meet people's expectations because with December comes the expectation that January will follow and all of the same financial responsibilities and things you have to do are going to be there for January. So just I was kind of thinking about that and thinking about those of you who know me personally know that I lost my parents, lost both of my parents. My dad passed away in 2012. My mom passed away. No, my dad passed away in 2007. My mom passed away in 2012. Both of my grandparents have passed away as well as my mom's two sisters. And so um, most of, you know, most of the older tier of my family has all passed away and so Christmas doesn't look anything like it looked when I was a child and when I was growing up and so I know that some of you are maybe experiencing that and so I just wanted to come on today and encourage you and also share some things that I read in this book well it's not really a book it's a little pamphlet it's called five five myths that can trash your holidays five myths that can trash your holidays so let's go through them really really quickly I might you know add a little commentary but Myth number one is that every holiday gathering with family is filled with peace and goodwill. Every holiday gathering with family is filled with peace and goodwill. That's not true, right? It says looking forward to stress-free, drama-free holiday with the family. If so, you might be disappointed. Spending time with those we love isn't always easy during the holidays. Memories of bad childhood experiences and past get-togethers can come flooding back. Old issues may surface and family can pull you back into old roles and behaviors. And that comes from Greg Smiley. This is this pamphlet came from Focus on the Family. Here are a few, few tips to help you keep the peace 
at your peace of mind and your peace of mind at family gatherings. And that's really important because I know lots of you are going to be getting together with your family. And some of you may already be feeling some knots in your stomach. Like, what's this going to be like? Is it going to be a lot of drinking? Are people going to be bringing up old stuff? What are these expectations that people have of me? Is everything going to be peaceful? So here are a few tips. Accept that you can't change your relatives. You only have control over yourself. Don't take things personally. It may not be about you. It might be about them instead. Avoid getting pulled into arguments. This is really important. If comments are hurtful or uncomfortable, ignore them. Or acknowledge that you heard, acknowledge that you heard, that you heard it, and leave it at that. Take refuge. Give yourself permission. Sometimes I used to do that when our whole family would get together. I would give myself permission to take a break, go to another room, go to your bedroom, call a friend for a chat, or go outside and just take a walk, just get a little, just take a breather, take a moment away if that's something you need. Keep it short and sweet. I can't emphasize that enough. If you know things might get contentious and has a tendency to get tension get very contentious as things go on keep it short and sweet just make it a short visit and go on your merry way it's important remember this is the that was the whole thing about staying at peace and keeping your peace of mind myth number two so the first myth is that every holiday gathering with family is filled with peace and goodwill myth number two connecting during the holidays will compensate for disconnection through the year no guys it won't Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, full of grace and hope, but you cannot cram an entire year of family togetherness into one season. And a lot of people make that mistake. If you've been disconnected for much of the year with your spouse and children or extended family, don't expect them to welcome your attention with open arms. But Christmas can be a time of forgiveness and a time to start over. So for some of you, there may be some things that have gone on in your family. This is a perfect opportunity to sit down and have some important conversations, right? To say, hey, let's talk about some things that have happened. Let's talk about how you're feeling because that is a good way to move forward rather than bottling this up, covering it up, and acting like everything is all good. It's a good season to discuss with your with your family and your loved ones about mistakes of the year and how you can work together to make things better. A few tips in this area. Make your goal to be a servant this holiday to those you love. Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, that's Matthew 20, 28. Whoever brings blessings will be enriched, that's Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25. And the greatest among you will be your servant, that's Matthew 23. You can't do everything. You cannot do everything, but make sure you carve out some time for some family fun. Add in some free time, even now where things might be getting busy. Take some time tonight. Just come together. Read Luke 2 together as a family. Sit down. Maybe roast some marshmallows. Drink some hot chocolate. Don't get so caught in the hustle and bustle and busyness of the season that you miss the real reason why we come together to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ and love each other and to remember that that's the greatest gift. So even if you don't have money, you don't have anything to give, call a friend. If you're alone by yourself, call someone. Wish them a Merry Christmas. Go to a homeless shelter. I think here in Atlanta, I think they still do like the Feed the Hungry on Christmas Day. Go and volunteer your services. That You won't be alone. And I guarantee you there'll be some people there who will love to talk to you, who would love to get a hug from you, and who would love to know that you love them and that God loves them. Myth number three, taking time out of business for you and your spouse is selfish. A lot of times people do that. If you have kids, I know that can be a struggle at times. That people like, well, we just got to do this for the kids. We got to do this for the kids. We got to do this for the kids. No, it's not selfish to take out time for you and your spouse. You've got to, if you're married, you've got to take time to nurture and develop that, that relationship even during the holidays. 
The Christmas season is crazy for most couples. Some spend the holidays full of guilt because they don't have time for each other. Don't feel guilty, but protect the time and your relationship during the holidays. Couples need to support each other and be very clear about priorities. Set boundaries. Let your kids know what you can and can't do, what you can and can't afford. Remember, we talked about that in number one. If you don't have it, you just don't have it. Tell your kids, we just don't have it. I can't, I can't buy these 46 things on this list. This year was tough. Mom and dad trying to make it. We might be able to get you, might be able to swing you two strong toys, maybe one toy and some clothes or something. I mean, because I remember when I was growing up, we used to get, um, we could get one new pair of jeans, a couple of shirts, and then I think we could write a list, but we didn't get everything on our Christmas list. These time, these, but now people get so stressed out. They get so like bogged down trying to, trying to do everything. Guys, remember December comes with a yet with a letter from January. January is coming. Mortgage is coming. Bills are coming. Car payment is coming. School fees are coming. Don't run yourself crazy spending all your money. It's more important that you spend time together. That's really the greatest gift. Okay, we're almost done. Let me do a quick review. Number one was every holiday gathering with family is filled with goodwill. Peace and goodwill is a myth. Number two, connecting during the holidays will compensate for disconnection throughout the year. That's a myth. Number three, taking time out of, out of the business viewing your spouse is selfish. That's a myth. Okay. Number four, we got two more. Family gathering should look like a hall, like a scene from a Hallmark movie. That one is hilarious. Your family is as unique as you are. There's no reason why your Christmas celebrations have to follow a norm. The birth of Jesus Christ was anything but typical, right? He was born in a manger, right? With animals and probably pig slop and everything else around him. Establish traditions that make sense for you and your family, right? Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about the Joneses. Do what's best and what makes sense for your family. Celebrate the birth of Jesus. And don't let expectations get in the way. Here's some thoughts as you prepare for gatherings. Plan ahead. Make a budget and stick to it. Might be too late for that, but it may not be too late because I know some, some people are getting envelopes and trying to wrap and hustle and bustle and go to different stores and are trying to get stuff. Guys, don't do it. Just spend time with the people. Pick up a good book for them to read. Spend time with them. Take them out to dinner. People need people right now. We've had a, a kind of rough last year. And so people need the connection more than they do another pair of socks or another shirt or something like that. Give people something that matters. You. Time with you. Take a good hard look at your expectations. All of us walk around with these wonderful ideal images of how great a family get-together should be. But be realistic. Enjoy your family. Don't put the burden of expectations of what you see on TV and what you think. Just enjoy your time together. Right? All right. Let's see. Terry says that she would give four gifts, something you want, something you need, something to wear and something to read. Hey, that's good. Four gifts, something you want, something you need, something to wear and something to read. That's excellent, Terry. All right. Last one. Myth number five. Do not try to take Christ out of Christmas. Keep in mind the reason for Christmas is Jesus Christ and you will have a holiday season full of hope, joy and peace. Whatever you face this year, God sent his son to be your savior. You can face the new year because of that blessed gift. Without Jesus Christ, there is no Christmas. Here are a few ideas to help you keep Christ in Christmas. Make sure you take time to celebrate. Attend a Christmas church service. A lot of churches, I'm going to go, one, go to one this evening, are having a candlelight Christmas service. That's a great idea, great thing for you to do together with the family. Go to the services. They're usually 60 to 90 minutes long. And that helps center you and get your mind around the real reason why 
we celebrate Christmas. And the last one is, as I mentioned earlier, maybe carve some time out tonight or tomorrow to read Luke chapter two together, which tells the story, the true story of why we celebrate Christmas. So guys, those are it. Five myths, right? That can trash your holidays. If you try to believe that every holiday has to be perfect, filled with peace and goodwill, that you think you can make up for the whole year of disconnection with this one holiday, it's impossible. You have to take that time out to be with your spouse. Your family gatherings doesn't, do not have to look out like a Hallmark movie and make sure that you do not try to take Christ out of Christmas. That's it, guys. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for everyone who is watching now and even those who will watch on the replay. We cover them with your peace. Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace, and we pray now that you will release peace into their hearts. For those who are lonely or who are disconnected, or who are feeling sad or depressed, Father, we pray that you will just send a jolt of your joy and peace into their heart, reminding him that the joy of the Lord is their strength. God, we pray that you'll put a song in their heart, that you'll whisper in their ear a song that they can sing, and then begin to sing that song and lift it up, even if it's a, even if it's a Christmas song, Jingle Bells, something that you'll whisper a song in their ear that will bring a pleasant memory to them of you and time of love together. They'll begin to sing that song and see as your word has promised that as they lift up praise, that the spirit of heaviness will leave them. We pray for everyone who's feeling sad today, even everyone who's feeling depressed today, who's feeling weighted down and burdened down with expectations that they've placed on themselves or maybe that others have placed on them. We pray for their peace, God. We cover their hearts with peace. And we pray now that a friend, a family member will come and walk alongside them and be a, a, a tangible demonstration of your love. Most of all, Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the sacrifice of sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. Jesus, we thank you for loving us enough to endure that painful death so that we can be reconciled back to God. And we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us now that reminds us that you love us and teaches us how to live for you. So again, I bless everyone on here. I cover them with the blood of Jesus. I release the peace of Jesus into their hearts. I cover their travels here and from wherever they're going to go. And I cover their family gatherings with the peace of God in Jesus name. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. I may come on again tomorrow. Not sure, but just wanted to pop in and tell you that don't try to take Christ out of Christmas. Keep realistic expectations. Keep the main thing the main thing. This is about loving each other, spending time together. And if, again, if you're all alone, reach out. Go volunteer tomorrow somewhere. Hosea, be the harm, the hungry, or some other um, activity. Reach out to someone else. Don't sit and absorb yours to be self-absorbed. That's not a good way to, to lift depression or lift heaviness off of you. Give love away, and it'll come back to you. I love you guys, and have a Merry Christmas. God bless you. been listening to the beauty for ashes podcast before you go subscribe and leave a message with your pressing question or comment be sure to tell all your friends and tune in next week for another episode